human beings are always engaged in doing anthropology. We're always asking big questions about what kind of animals we are, what kind of people we are. It's something where you take kind of the everyday details of life seriously as a source of knowledge. Um, so an everyday interac interaction on the bus or um, on the train, I write quite a lot about train journeys in my work, um, it suddenly becomes filled with significance and filled with the possibility of knowledge. Being able to spend large amounts of time with people, having the time to learn their language, um, try and see things from their perspective um, over a long period really gives you insights in terms of depth that you wouldn't get through other, other methodologies and in other disciplines. Often it's subversive, it questions everything, it doesn't take anything as given, um, and it probes from the bottom. So I think the fact that it is about ordinary people, it allows you to engage, it forces you to engage. There is no anthropology without an engagement with people, with real people. The interest in asking fundamental questions about human nature, if you want, what is it that we share that allow us, unlike any other uh, animal, to live in the world in so many different ways. One of the things that I really like about the LSE is that it combines a commitment to anthropological traditions of long-term fieldwork and a distinctive intellectual heritage with some of the most innovative and cutting-edge research going on in the UK at the moment. It's really great that although there's this tremendous diversity among the staff in terms of where they do fieldwork, there's also, I think, a very good sense of cohesion that everyone can talk to everyone else and engage with everyone else's work. And that's one of the things that make LSE a very stimulating place to be. This is a song performed by a gang, Agaba, which describes the lives, the rugged lives, of young, marginalised cult boys in Nigeria. It's an uncertain life that they're fed up with. It's a life they equate with gangster violence. It's a life of material aspiration, of Mercedes cars and Pathfinder Jeeps, and of avoiding police warrants. Area boys and the rugged life in these songs. If you compare this to other contexts, so if you looked at the emergence of reggae culture in the 1970s um, in the poorer areas of West Kingston, the language would be not area boys and rugged life, it would be rude boys and sufferers, right? Mm. I know that there's a very strong story about females not being available to young men because they're always going to go off with sugar daddies of some sort instead much richer men who will then be able to sort of buy their favours and this is a very prevalent concept. Are any of the policemen, for example, going to be taking away the females that these young men might want to marry? We've all studied these specific places. We're trying to bring back to the department our understanding of their understanding of what the world is like and then facing the questions uh, of our colleagues who've been to the different places in order to reflect back on the general questions about the human nature. I work in Venezuela, in urban Venezuela, 
in, uh, in what's called the, the Barrios there, which are the, the kind of favela shantytown areas. Um, I was working with a, a group primarily of political activists um, in, in these poor areas, um, looking at them going through the process of, of uh, what they call a revolution. The Arena are quite an isolated people, even by Amazonian standards. Uh, they, where, where I was doing field work, which was on the upper reaches of the Chambira River, was about six or seven days travel from the nearest town, the town of Iquitos. So to get there would involve taking a passenger ferry for about 24 hours to the mouth of the Chambira River and then travel in a small boat, basically a dugout canoe with a small outboard motor for about six days upriver, stopping at communities overnight to sleep. Indebtedness, process of indebtedness and of financial and economic change in South Africa in the context of neoliberal reform where most people have been put out of a job. Occupied Palestinian territories in the West Bank and uh, my research looks at um, Israeli military occupation as is, it, is it, its experience in everyday life. So how these military policies and practices are um, played out um, on the level of lived experience. Orthodox Christians in the north of Ethiopia, um, because it's just this unique tradition, it's, been Christian there for about 1,500 years. The Batans, who are now the Pashtuns, in the northwest frontier province of Pakistan-Afghanistan border, uh, was my first project. Since then, I've worked in West Bengal, which is the eastern end of India, uh, in two villages. Sri Lankan women who migrate to the Middle East, um, Jordan, uh, for work as domestic workers. About 30% of working age women in Sri Lanka work abroad as housemaids. Um, and so my project looks at their experiences and analyzes their working conditions in terms of unfree labor. River pilots, shipbuilders, and boatmen on the River Hooghly in Calcutta. So it involved me moving between shipyards and container ships and you know, port offices and a kind of movement through all of these different social circumstances from you know, working class houses and slums to the house, the house of the director of the port trust. Marginal evangelical Christians that belong to a, a really big kind of underground um, Pentecostal church. You could say radical religion in an urban context, in a place like Sao Paulo, which was a hub of activity. Celestial marriage, religious polygamy, and living in plurality are all the same thing as each other. By no means all Mormons entered celestial marriage, even at the height of the institution, but it occupied tremendous symbolic importance, even for those who didn't. Celestial marriage was also connected to the theocratic and millenarian tendencies of early Mormonism, since it was understood to be part of the preparations required for the Mormon faithful in anticipation of the imminent return of Christ to earth. It really just opens your mind to different ways that people do things and think about things. When I think about what I'm going to do next, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be down the anthropological path, but I know that the skills that I've picked up doing this course, learning to question everything and criticise and really think about the different angles of, of topics and uh, issues, I think 
is a really important skill and I, you can apply that to anything. You know, you can go from this into political science, you can go into uh, corporate development, you can go into international development. It's, it's a, because it's, it's, not a, it's not about the actual, necessarily the actual topics you deal with in the subject, it's how you deal with these topics, it's how you turn ideas inside out and break them down and reconfigure them to, to develop new intellectual frameworks for understanding what's going on. I think like it reminds me of something that one of our lecturers said at the beginning of like the first year is that you you may study anthropology only for three years but you will always be an anthropologist and I think that that's that, that like, is really true for me, I feel, because when you're studying anthropology, it's not just about the facts, it's about developing a style of thinking, which I think is becoming increasingly recognised as incredibly useful for a globalised society. There was this fabulous moment when a man who I heard about, very elderly, very unwell, had been bedridden for six months. Um, somebody said, you must go and find this chap, and if he's still alive, talk to him. He was laughing, you know, this big toothless grin, and he said, I now can die in peace. I have a reason to live, because all these years, nobody had asked us for our story. And now I know somebody is interested, and she's going to write it down, and she said she's going to write a book, um, so the world will hear our story. My work is done.